T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Oh, it's Friday. You ain't got nothing to do but come hang out with us here at Twin Peaks Kennesaw location. It's where we're at. Dukes and Bell Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Maybe you're getting off work. Maybe you're just getting your weekend started. Great way to get the uh, weekend started here at Twin Peaks. Mike, uh, we've been talking today, just kind of a, a side thing that kind of happened on this show because you never know where we're going to go, guys. And you got into this discussion about, um, you know, the teacher that you had the hots for. It all started because our server is a very, obviously, is an attractive young woman working here at uh, Twin Peaks in Kansas. So I have to wear glasses. And I've always had a thing for women in, in glasses. And uh, how many teachers, so how many teachers did you have with glasses, by the way? Three. Okay. Mrs. Johnson. Okay. Was our our French teacher? Okay. Oh, she's been so friendly with her on Facebook and everything, and yeah. she's uh, she well, you're fluent life. in French, aren't you? Je parle français très bien. That's uh, why, because <laughs> I was focused. That, that's why. But je te I want to do I can do do it southern style. Je te dis français pour deux ans. Anyway, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun, and she was a great teacher. But yeah, she had glasses in, in elementary school. Mrs. Bonder had glasses. She looked like Lauren Bacall. Okay, so that kind of got the ball rolling for me when I was eight. You, uh, maybe, you that might be unhealthy for somebody. What can I tell you? This I was gonna say you remember a lot of your teachers, man. I I well, got you know, be- I got that you know like in sports and factoids. That's the memory I can click onto, and then you know anniversaries not so good at wedding I, dates and things like yeah, that. Yeah, well, listen, I, I mean either on that. I, yeah. I just recently, you know, screwed yeah. that up. But that's a whole other story. Right. I um, I just don't remember a lot of – I remember my third grade teacher very well. Mm. And the only reason I remember her, and this is going to sound terrible, because she was really old at the time. Right. Right? I mean, like, I thought she was probably – she may have been in her 60s. I, it might, I thought she was like 90. OK, that like coming into class, you know, but I right. remember I remember her and she was really good, though. Um, mm-hmm. She had a big influence on my reading, which obviously has helped me in my career. Right. I uh, and then my sixth grade teacher was a man, Mr. Cheney. Mr. Cheney was six, six. Holy cow. He was a colonel in the reserves for the military, for the army. Right. And, and Mr. Mr. Cheney had a voice. And so he'd be like, come in, boys and girls, take a seat. And everybody's like, yes, sir, Mr. There was no, There was no screwing around in that class. Zero. Yeah, yeah. And, but he was so cool. And I remember Mr. Cheney only because he was like, should run for student council president. Yes, sir. <laughs> so that. And then I'm thinking, and then my art teacher in seventh grade, because I'm just reminiscing now. You remember all these teachers. Right. The art teacher in seventh grade was the. She was the one. <laughs> well, she was an art teacher, dare I say. Not the. No, paint, pardon no, no. the pun. She was paint the with a broad brush. No, no, probably freaky too. No, I, 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 she was the one. Like she was the one that made well, me want to. I want to take art the next year. Who did and she? I wasn't even eligible. Celebrity, like, <laughs> actress, musician. She resembled for a field of reference. Uh, Point of reference. You, uh, Mich- like a young Michelle Pfeiffer. Giddy up. Yeah, that's who she was. Right. Yeah. 
And and she just had this thing where, you know, like she could teach and you didn't remember any of it. She right. could be in your face and you you know, you're drawing here and remember and, and you're just looking at her, right? But that was the other one and then right. outside of that my high school experience is a blur because we had a ball. We had a French teacher <laughs> we had a French her name was Mrs. Niefeld, and I'm it's a strange name, but she, she was Belgian or something. She wore the tightest dresses. I mean Almost like what you, when you see the old movies from the 50s. Yeah. Or like the Rat Pack movies. And how, they, how, how did she get in that dress? How they zipped that thing up? I think it was And Miss so you're always, I mean, it was the craziest thing. You're like, oh, my God. It was like your first, it's almost like that scene in the Christmas story with the, with the, fit, the fishnet lamp. And he calls it like electric sex. That was like when Miss Neefeld's class, you were just like, holy, I've got funny feelings right now. <laughs> you know, I'm in seventh grade because she's literally, I mean, like, she's poured into that dress. Yeah. It was unbelievable. Oh, it's hard. I, I, and I want to say, Mike, now it's coming back to me. Her name was Miss Murphy. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I remember now. <laughs> Why am I? So, it all, and it normally, I remember. normally we do this on Teacher Appreciation Day on May 9th. Well, we'll we do it, it again. We'll we do it again. It up. These are happy, <laughs> happy thoughts. Happy thoughts. There you go. Hey, man, it's Dukes and Bell. Let's talk some dogs. <laughs> On the sidelines with the dogs. The Dog Report is brought to you by Engineered Solutions of Georgia, a proud partner of the Georgia Bulldogs. All right. Uh, I want to start with a non-Georgia story just because it's very cool and interesting, and and maybe it's what we'll see more of from Deion Sanders. He's such a a polarizing figure, isn't he? Why? I I don't know. I I don't get it. I think a lot of guys think he's not going to succeed at Colorado. What we saw with him and at HBCU at Jackson State wasn't – wasn't – what is supposed to happen. And because of that, I don't know if people truly believe he's going to be great at a Division One school now. Dion Flips, a top recruit, guys, five-star cornerback. Kid's name is uh, Cormani McLean. Right. And he flipped him from Miami, Mike. This kid had been committed, like, since October. And all of a sudden now, the Miami coaches, this is, a tr- this is how the story went. They went to see him. The kid wasn't there. He was on a flight to Colorado. Right. And Dion, obviously, once you get there, it's a whole nother world. So Dion gets one of the top corners for next year's class. He's the highest-ranked uh, recruit Colorado has ever or has brought in uh, since 2006. Right. So, I mean, they're the worst big-time program in the country. You see how far they've fallen from McCartney. They had that one sort of blip on the radar season with Mel Tucker. That, that's what he was able to bankroll. Let's be honest. He, he did not stick around. He got that ridiculous contract from Michigan State, and, and why would you say no to that? So, yeah, Dion is trying to build something there because I will say this. If you're of a certain age for guys our age or younger, slightly younger, you remember when Colorado was badass. You worked with Cordell yeah. Stewart. Yeah, yeah. There were so many studs. They put guys in the NFL. They were great. It, it was a cool program. It was a, cool, it was a cool place to go, and they were getting kids from all over the country. They took the juice from Oklahoma and Nebraska for a while, and then Nebraska obviously you know, smoked them and everybody else in 95 and 96. So, Dion obviously, with his corner background, I think this is – a position that you would be easily sold on that he was going to get you ready for the NFL. So he's got Travis Hunter from here. Right. Was going to go to Florida State. Then he signed the deal to get the big supposed big NIL deal to go to Jackson State. And so he leaves and goes with him to Colorado. So his corners are now going to be Travis Hunter. And this young man that comes in is one of the highest ranked recruits again since 2006 to go to Colorado. The number one corner in the class. Uh, I, I think it's a huge coup mm. for, for Deion Sanders. All right, so big news for Georgia fans, and this was one you and I spoke about this earlier in the week with uh, Connor Riley from Dog Nation on Wednesday. What was Cedric Von Prahn going to do? He's coming back. So the anchor, Georgia's center, 
back next year for another run to make it a three-peat for UGA. Question will be, is it going to be Carson Beck getting that shotgun snap or Brock Vandegrift or the wild card gunner Stockton? But the big news is Cedric Von Prahn is coming back, and as Dog Nation points out, Jordan Davis did it in 21. Yep. Nolan Smith, Chris Smith did it in 22. He's coming back this year, which is huge for UGA. You've got a guy with national championship experience at the most important position on the offensive line because you're changing quarterbacks. He makes all the calls. So whoever fills those roles Mm. for Georgia, you're going to have a guy in the middle that you can trust, Mike. To me, this is the biggest returning piece. I know we love Brock Bowers and Ladd McConkey, but you've seen Kirby and company be able to go get guys Mm. that can fill those roles. Having a two-time championship center of this caliber coming back. Mike, he's the number three center in this year's draft. He said, I declare, right. he was going to be the number three center ranked as we speak right now. He could have been one after the combine. He's turning that down to come back. Now, you guys saw this earlier today. We had the news that Tresman Marshall is going to transfer over to Alabama. Yep. In the old days, you would uh, you'd have to first off you have to be a screw up before you go to Auburn. But Auburn would usually get guys from Georgia. Now Alabama, Nick Saban did it with Burton, which made Burton last year. Uh, Marshall, needless to say, Carl, looking at the depth chart, uh, Dumas Johnson, Smile Munden is coming back as Dog points out three linebackers in the 23 recruiting cycle bunch of dudes already on campus so he'll have better opportunities in alabama and that's just kind of the price of doing business right now when it's basically guys going to from georgia or alabama because of the chance to get minutes and get to the nfl yeah um are we already looking at a georgia alabama sec championship game next year is it way too Mm. early to say because here's the thing lsu got there this year we didn't think they would get there Brian Kelly seems going to be better next year. We assume A&M is, but I have no belief or faith right now in what I've seen with that. I'll just put that to the side. Florida's going to be better, but I still don't think they're better than Georgia and Tennessee. I'm just saying, Mike, who Mm. in the West, okay, is going to compete and beat Alabama? We keep saying this. LSU got their shot, but Alabama, we know this. At the end of the day, they were a better team. LSU beat them at home. They beat them on a two-point conversion. Take the dub and keep moving. If you ask me, I said this. Alabama deserved to be in the college football playoff. People didn't want to hear it because they had the two losses. But I think with what you're talking about recruiting-wise, mm. who's coming back for Georgia, how we're looking at Alabama, we might already be looking at Alabama-Georgia SEC championship game next year. Well, remember now, um, you got Bill O'Brien, let's just say for argument's sake, taking the New England job. Hard to see them not doing that. They need help at the uh, offensive coordinator job. So they have to break in a new OC for Alabama. Yes. New quarterback. Georgia will have a new quarterback. Right. But you could argue that Georgia – is going to go into this season kind of like what we thought last year for Alabama. They got the high ground. They're bringing in a lot of more. Again, all these guys with championship experience we just talked about on both sides of the ball, bringing in two athletic wide receivers, one from Miss State, one from Missouri. Great running backs. I think it's you could pencil it in, but you're right. LSU, by the way, anyone who's – will the last quarterback at LSU turn out the lights? Everybody who's been involved as a quarterback has transferred out of LSU, save for the dude who hurt his ankle last year and this year in the SEC championship. Bo's shaking his head. You, you don't like the idea of that? Alabama's losing their three best players. They are. Bryce Young, Will Anderson, and uh, Jamari Gibbs. The, 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 who's playing quarterback? Whoa. Who's making an impact? Right. Who? Jamar Burton's gone. Uh, Jermaine Burton's gone as well. Correct. They, 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 are, they are in a flux. Now, they Saban always retools. I was going to say, Bo, but we said this when Georgia put all these guys lot, in the NFL. Yeah, but Georgia brought back key players like Brock Bowers and Stetson Bennett and uh, Jalen Carter. Those guys are leaving for Alabama right now. Mm. 
Jaden Daniels was the name I couldn't remember him. The SEC championship and went out. Then they brought in the other dude. That's why I started throwing it all over. By the way, don't forget the evil one, Bobby Petrino in College Station. Will he get the most out of that A&M offense? And will they battle? Hey, two wrongs don't make a right. Yeah, you're right about that. I, I, that I'm just going to put that on the side. I don't buy A&M until they show me something. Hey, we're coming back. Guess what time it is? As I lift my hands in the air because I'm atop the leaderboard, we give you our picks Oh, I can't next. wait. Can't wait. We do it each and every week as we bring you our picks here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. It's Dukes and Bell live at Twin Peaks, Kennesaw location. Yeah, it's playoff time. Divisional mm. round, which means, guys, time is running out. What do the standings look like? Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> By the way, I did the numbers. The best I can do now, I mean, you basically you want it. I can't. I, I can only I'm sorry I didn't hear you. I can only tie What'd you. What'd you say? No, no, before that. I'd have to go 7-0. You'd have to go 0-7. No, I think you said something about winning it. What, yeah. What'd you say? Well, again, it's all Zinno's fault. The one weekend I forgot. Well, again, I forgot to call in. I'll blame Zinno. Of course. Yes. Those are the three games it's, I needed, Squid. It's always someone else's fault. Yeah, Dukes! Generally. 35, 20, and 2. And it says here cheating is lying, Carl. I don't know what you're talking about, Bo Morgan. Bell True. is 28, 27, and 2, mm. clinging to a game above 500. Mm. Chris, turtle back at the studio, is 27, 29, and 1. You still owe Bo that bottle of bourbon. That's right. Mm. Uh, and Bo Morgan, Squid Billy, is 21, 32, 2. This is my week, he says. I can feel it. Yes, our NFL insider is dead last. All right. Um, so we give you three games, right, until we can't, which will be next week. Because, uh, I mean, after this week, should I say, because we'll get to the, to the championship games. We can give you three games this week. All right. Against the spread, we pick the games mm. over-under. We did this throughout the college football season as well. Obviously, as the season got done, we shifted to the NFL, so we're solely NFL games right now. All right, let's start with uh, with Bo Morgan. I want to start with him because you say this is your week. You That's can right. feel it. So you want to you use my picks to go off of? Uh, no, never. I, I'm not in my All position right. because I've done that. Yeah. You know what, maybe I think you're right. Part of this, and this is a great point, we have generally had Carl do I just figured this out. You have been a pick poacher oh, all season. Oh, come on. You're the last guy to do the picks. He steals picks. I'm the last yeah. guy because I've been atop the leaderboard. You know I just re- I just put this together. Yeah. You pick poacher. Have you no shame, sir? Hey, there's real truth in the fact that I uh, beat Chris head-to-head in our, our little Monday night, Thursday night thing. Uh, and there's real truth to that. And now I'm below 500 because you poached my picks. All right. I'm going first with uh, the Cincinnati-Buffalo game. Look, I, I like Buffalo in the game. But Cincinnati is going to keep this close. Five and a half points is really weird to me of that line. I'm going Cincy getting five and a half, Ooh. according to BetQL. All right. The next game. And by the way, we talked about their offensive line. Two more starting linemen are out. They've already lost three, including Lael Collins. But you could argue they had backups in there all the way to the Super Bowl last year. Offensive lines. Uh, Joe Burrow was sacked 25 times in like the first three mm. weeks of the season. So they, they he, started playing well during right. a stretch, but – Burrow is good enough in the pocket with his pocket presence to keep plays alive. He did it last year, according to uh, – I'm not according, but uh, to your point, Mike, uh, to the Super Bowl. And there's no reason why I don't think he can't do it again. There's no Von Miller. But Buffalo wins. Josh Allen pulls it up. It's destiny to have Kansas in the AFC title game this year. You can't you can't uh, tell me otherwise. Trevor Lawrence is 37-0 and on Saturdays. He's getting nine points in Kansas City. Uh-oh. He might not be 37-0 wins and losses, mm. but he's definitely going to be 1-0 against the spread on Saturday 
in the divisional round. Give me Trevor Lawrence getting nine points against Kansas City. Jags cover, Bo says. All right. Upset special. Okay. Kansas City, by the way, uh, beat them by ten. Only ten in regular season at Arrowhead. And this defense is better that Jacksonville brings to Arrowhead. Right now they're playing better than they did that point in the season. Upset special of the week. You can go to the bank with this one. Not only <laughs> By the way, the guy in last place is speaking with such <laughs> swagger and confidence. Tremendous amount of Let swagger. Let me tell you right something. Here. You act like you're, you're, you belong, Mike. Always. <laughs> even, That's the number even, one rule. Even when you don't. <laughs> even when you don't, you act that way and you might yes. get in the door. Upset special. Not only do the Giants cover seven and a half in Philly, mm. they beat Philly. Oh. The G-Man, Danny Dimes, outplays Jalen Hurts. Oh, Whoa. Saquon Barkley shows up big. Oh, and Dexter Lawrence, gobble, gobble, gobble. He's going to eat. Had six pressures Oof. last week against the Vikings. He's going to do it again. Give me the G-Man and the points and the outright victory. Wow. That's a strong statement. Now, I will say Eagles this. beat him by 24. Earlier in the season. Nonsense. I will say Erroneous. <laughs> the Giants are healthy, and they're not scared of the Eagles, and they are playing their best football, and they are going to bring pressure. Mm-hmm. They didn't do that as much last week against the Vikings, so you're kind of wondering what's their defensive game plan going to be. Bo, I, I'm, I'm telling you, I really like the idea where you're going with this. That number, I'm with you on this one. All right, that's Bo Morgan. What do you got for us, Turtle? What are you picking this weekend? All right. Uh, Well, Bo is right about Jacksonville. He's sort of right about the Giants. So I have the Jags plus nine. The Giants won't win the game, but they will cover the spread. And then he is dead wrong about Cincinnati. Down three starting offensive linemen. All the momentum is in the Bills' favor. If DeMar Hamlin is either at the at the stadium or on the video board, that That's crowd sweet. is going right. to be absolutely unstoppable. Bills win and they cover the five and a half. Hey, just bring my bourbon. <laughs> Listen, you like so you like Bills, you like Jags, and you like the Giants plus seven and a half, but they do not win the game. Okay, good mm. stuff, Chris. Mike Bell, what do you got for us? This is our official pick segment, guys, here on Sports Radio ninety two nine. The game coming up. Steve Coonan, Hawks is going to join us in less than 10 minutes. What you got, Bill? Hey, man, I'm going to go with the over on the uh, Bengals and the Bills. I'm not sure if the Bengals are going to cover, but I'm going to take the over. uh, What is it now? 49 and a half. So you get a 27-24. That would put you over. I did the math. I went to Florida State. 51 points. So I'm going to go with over on that one. I'm going to agree with Chris. Actually, I'm going to disagree with Squid. I'm going to Riverside. I think Kansas City is going to beat Jacksonville by more than eight and a half. Kansas City! I think it's a great game and a great win to beat the Chargers, but the Chargers are Choke City and Kansas City at home. And I know that they, well, last time you said, well, it's not really loud. Yeah, because the Kansas City fans thought they were going to beat Jacksonville. This is nobody gave a crap. <laughs> now it's the playoffs, and that place is going to be unhinged. So it's going to be a very big home field advantage. So I'm going to take Kansas City minus the eight and a half. And then finally, uh, this was tough for me, but... I'm going to take San Francisco minus three and a half. I think the uh, 49ers are going to beat the Cowboys. I don't trust Dak, and I know it's kind of kooky, Carl, to go out there and say that Brock Purdy is going to be bulletproof. I think both guys are going to turn it over. I think that San Fran is going to turn it over less. Okay. Being in San Fran changes the dynamic for me. I'm taking the 49ers minus three and a half. You're putting Brock Purdy and the 49ers yes. in the NFC Championship yes, game. Yes, I am. Mr. Irrelevant. <laughs> well, you know what? He covered for me last week. The only god darn game of one last week was the 49ers over Seattle. Covered easily in the second half. All right. 
this is where I'm going. I'm looking at the Jags and Chiefs game. Chiefs jumped out to a 20-0 lead the first time they played. We may see a similar thing happen, which means Trevor Lawrence will be playing from behind, which means points will be scored. Chiefs are going to put up 30, but the Jags will put up 27. I'm going over on this game. The under uh, over-under is 52-and-a-half. I'm going over Jags-Chiefs. Give me the over. Let's look at the Cowboys game because Mike just talked about Mr. Irrelevant Brock mm. Purdy. I also like the over in the Cowboys 49ers uh, game. Oh, oh this, is a, this is a coward's way out. Now, wow. the reason why is uh. because everybody's looking at Parsons and Bosa and they're saying they're going to disrupt this thing and they're going to be all over the field and they just might. But the 49ers secondary is vulnerable and Dak showed you last week they'll put up points. This is going to be a high-scoring game. It's going to be fun, and therefore I'm going over the 46-and-a-half for the Cowboys 49ers game. I can see that. I don't disagree. Easily, they're going over. I don't disagree with you on that Last but not least, for the guy who's atop the leaderboard, I'm picking those Philadelphia Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. Oh, please don't say that. They are going to win this weekend, and I'll tell you why, Bo Morgan, as you're looking at me with that evil eye right now, this is what they've been waiting on. A.J. Brown, 1,496 yards. How's he done in the playoffs? Jalen Hurts, back, healthy. This is a different monster you're dealing with. Defensively, Mm -hmm. as stout as anybody, giving up less points than anybody right now. The Eagles are going to play like we expect them to. I do expect the Giants to play good, but they won't win this game, and they won't cover. The Vikings, Vikings, people are overreacting how well they did against that Vikings. They won't cover. It's Eagles, seven and a half. You didn't want to pick the over in that one, too? No. I I told you the picks, Bo. You can take those and (laughs) take them to the bank. You made the rules earlier in the year. A man, like, I got my partners up. I got his back on this. We can vote over-unders or we can vote the teams to win. I just, you made the rules, Holmes. I, no, I just I just love that he I just love that he picked overs because he didn't want to pick the games. It's okay. Hey. What are you talking you, about? No, There's you just as you. much you risk involved in that. You, you can win you. money with this. What are you talking about? Now, and I got to be honest. If I was a gambling man, which I am, and you got a guy, of course, in this state because we live in the Bible Belt, we can't have gambling, we can't have these things, you would ask for a couple of points. You a three-team parlay of maybe these four games – Get a point or two here because these numbers are terrible. They are. They are. We said that. I, 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 Off I, I, air, we were talking about hey, this. Don't worry I, I, about I, I, it, Carl. Bo's just taking out his frustration on you because he's in last <laughs> yes. place. It's okay. Did you, you say last place? <laughs> last place? You know T what? T-San Van down to three. Get a half point in that Bills game. Move those numbers to a three-team parlay if you can. The price of that bottle of bourbon is going up, Christopher. Coming up, Steve Coonan, Hawks CEO, is going to join us. Big game tonight at State Farm Arena. The Knicks are in town. It's Dukes and Bell. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It is Dukes and Bell. Big game tonight down at State Farm Arena. We're live at Twin Peaks Kennesaw location. It's been a while since we've been up here. It's so good to see a bunch of our listeners. There is camaraderie real quick before we get to Steve Coonan. With our listeners, they all show up. Right. They're all inter- intermingling, talking about different things, and then somebody goes, anybody want a shot? And the next thing you know, <laughs> all of our listeners are drinking shots. It's unbelievable. So thank you guys for being out here. Awesome. Steve Coonan, what is going on today? How are you, my friend? I'm doing great. I wouldn't mind a shot. <laughs> what, what is your – by the way, if you, did, if you run into Steve Coonan, what, what is your shot? Oh, I don't know. Quick, you know. Right now, Steve is quickly thinking, who are our liquor punch, uh, sponsors right now at uh, State Farm Arena? <laughs> exactly. I would like a Tennessee with a shot of Jack Daniels from, <laughs> along with an Evian tequila. And thank you, Mike Bell. That was a very good, thank very you. good tip with a hey, man, to hey, watch right it on. down. Right on. Hey, Steve, it was pretty funny. Carl was on vacay for Christmas, and I was like, that's it. Nate's got to go. Done with Nate. That's it. And you said, wait till we're healthy. You said, wait till we're healthy. Well, we look pretty darn good healthy on national TV the other night against the Mavs. Yeah, we're 12-2, and two and we got all the guys. Um, unfortunately, we just hadn't had all the guys. But I'm very encouraged, you know, that we have playing really well. And we've, you know, been winning from um, tip to the buzzer, which is good. We're, um, Dallas had a nice lead. Got a few behind and then shut him out seven nothing to close out the game. So, like I said, I'm feeling really good tonight. Tonight's actually an important game because the Knicks are a little ahead of us in the standing. Yep. So we've beaten four playoff teams in a row and people, you know, that um, are playing good basketball. And I think it's going to be a very good weekend. Tonight is New York, and then tomorrow night Charlotte. There's still tickets available in our. Um, Standing room only, which is a very cool thing because you can stand at a bar at midcourt, have a shot or two, and watch the game for a very yeah. economical price. It is. It's a lot of fun. Um, Steve, I, I want to ask you about – we had uh, Kyle Corver on – we did not, but our radio station did. I think it was the Midday Guys uh, or Morning Show. Um, had Kyle Corver on, the assistant general manager now. And, and one of the questions that I continue to get from Hawks fans is internally – how are things changed outside of just the faces as to how Landry and Kyle are going to do things? And I was wondering if you could shed any light into that question for Hawks fans as far as, you know, from a procedural standpoint and, and you know, their duties. I know Kyle was saying he's big on player development. Um, is there anything that you can share with our, our listeners about that? Absolutely. You know, a lot of the, um, I'll call it the noise that you heard the last couple of weeks, 
unfortunately came from disgruntled employees after we had to make changes during the um, middle of the season. It became, you know, basketball op became an easy target, too young, too inexperienced, um, owner's son, et cetera. And none of that was true. You know, we talked last week about an article that kind of um, put the spotlight on us. And it's hard to punch back, you know, when you're not dealing with facts. We, our front office has worked very independently, and our front office had worked a bit of a silo um, in making decisions. And that's okay for some teams, but for us, we wanted more collaborative. How does it work? What kind of players do we want? What does it mean to be a Hawk? What's the player development plan? How do we play as a team, not as individuals? What are the goals? And Landry and Kyle have brought that to the, to the team. They have a very clear vision of who they want, what they want, the style they want to play, how they want to play. But they're also incredibly collaborative where every voice matters in the room. It's not just, you know, one person's point of view. Everybody matters. And I couldn't be more excited about it because we want more people to have a voice. We want more people to give input because you make better decisions that way. And at the end of the day, we're held accountable for the decisions we made. We make. And I know so, that, uh, you know, I mean, we, we talked a little bit about the article in The Athletic, which talked about, you know, I mean, I don't care. If, if Nick Ressler is a savant in basketball and this team goes on a run, I'm cool with it. It's just, it's just weird for the fan base to hear that the guy that was the architect, Travis Schlank, all of a sudden we were under the impression he was still involved, and we found out that basically everybody in the NBA knew that he was basically gone in the summer, which kind of was yeah, that, that, that was fair. That's fair. And, and, again, you know, there's a fine line. You don't want to have public personnel conversations. You know, nothing's more uncomfortable than, you know, hearing your coach needs to be fired, your GM needs to be fired. These are humans. And I learn a little humanity, Mike. You know, these are humans. They bleed and they hurt and they cry and they sleep and they take shots and all kinds of stuff. Ah, get off the subject. Anyway, you know, so, I mean, as much fun as we have doing this, and I love doing this, sometimes you just can't talk about everything that's happening. But at the end of the day, we made a change that we believe make us better and make better decisions. Um, and, you know, Nick's a very talented guy, but he has a voice, but not the voice. Because at the end of the day, the final voice always is the owner because it's a business matter. Steve Coonan, Hawks CEO, joining us here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. And, and thank you for answering that. I mean, we're going to find out more as time goes on. We have a trade deadline approaching. I don't know how active we'll be. We'll have to wait and see. But, you know, to see how things shake out with Landry and now, obviously, Kyle uh, running this ship. Okay, let's talk about a couple of other things that are going on w- with our team. DeJounte had a, a really good game the other night. And, you know, we were talking about if we haven't gotten this consistently, obviously, because of the injuries. But it was like looking into a window, Steve, and saying, what if, right? What if is if this is what we're going to get moving forward and we are healthy and we get, you know, into February and then March? I do think we're a very dangerous team. The problem is I think Hawks fans, we just haven't seen it consistently. So it's hard to believe that that's what's going to happen. Well, I, I think consistency, we talked about one step forward, two steps back. This is the first good streak we've put together this year. And if you notice, we had eight guys in double figures the other night. What does that say? Right. The ball's moving. 
right. the ball's moving. The ball's moving. And when we play ISO and when it's your turn, now it's my turn, now it's your turn, that hasn't worked well. Now that we have our pieces in place, and the second unit is so important to this team, you know, both for scoring, with Bogey, who is still working himself into stride, um, and, you know, his shooting has been a little bit below par, but you can see the flashes of it. He had a 26-footer that got us back in the Dallas game. When Trey's moving the ball, 18 and 12. I'm great with those stats when we have eight guys in double figures. So I, I do think this is what we should look like, what we should play like. It's just taken a little bit of a, a while. And one of the things, you know, I really never really understood, once the season starts, there's very little time to practice because you're traveling so much. And so many of our guys hadn't even been on the floor together in a month. So right. um, no, no excuses. A- that's what makes the learning curve so hard for rookie players or younger players to develop because they don't have the two or three years in college, you know, with the exception yeah. of maybe like DeAndre Hunter. It is our man Steve Coonan, a.k.a. Puffy K, here on the wadeford.com. Well, and I want to add to that, Mike, just real quick. That's why, seriously, the G League is important. Jalen Johnson last year got a lot of minutes in the G League. When John got hurt, he got a chance to come up and practice with the Hawks. Right. Coaching staff gets a chance to see what he's doing. You guys see now he's contributing to the team. But you don't get those minutes in the NBA level. So it's a great point. Let me tell you, if we'd been healthy, I don't know if we would have discovered A.J. Griffin sitting on our bench. Correct. And he's a stud. And and that brings us to the next question about the trade deadline. I I, I don't really, as it's presently comprised, I don't really want to see a drastic change to this roster. Do you th- should okay. fans expect thank something? You, thank you for that feedback. No, I mean, I, I don't want. I mean, like John Collins, it's become two the weeks ultimate. ago. You wanted to trade everybody, no, no, including no. me. I wanted the coach gone. <laughs> Steve, get your facts straight. I wanted the coach gone. He said you wanted you know, to trade him. That's nonsense, Steve. You wanted, you wanted, uh, you were going to get a Hoover vacuum cleaner from. No, no, you're the you're the constant here. I just wanted Nate to do what he's doing these last four games. But what about John Collins? Has been living with this for two years. I uh, mean, should fans expect you guys swinging for the fences or just minor tweaks? I don't know. It depends what opportunities are. We don't, we're, you know, I mean, you can see how fast it changed. Who's a buyer? Who's a seller? What, you know, what are the teams behind us looking to do? Who wants to go, you know, be in the Victor Wembanyama sweepstakes? So who has injuries? It's, true. it's so many moving parts that what I would have told you two weeks ago isn't even in play today. And, you know, two weeks ago we had 80% sure we we're going to make this move. Today it's not even on the board. So it, it does change. February 9th is the deadline. So I would imagine the week before it'll get pretty intense. But we'll keep you posted as best as we can. All right. Before we let you go, any playoff predictions? We know you're a big sports fan. Playoffs this weekend. And the crazy thing, Steve, is our city has a chance to host the AFC championship game if it's Bills yeah. Chiefs. <laughs> Which is bananas. Yeah. I would have never thought I'd get right. a chance to see two opposing teams that are not hometown teams participating. But well, any thoughts on the playoffs this weekend? I think there's going to be an upset. I just don't know which one it is. Yeah. My guess would be, I think, Cincinnati's prime. I think the Giants are getting way too much love. Um, right. You know, the recency bias, we all knew Minnesota was the weakest of the teams in the playoffs. They had, they, you know. So I, I do think the Chiefs and Eagles tomorrow hold serve, if you will. And then Cowboys beat a really bad Tampa Bay team. I mean, that was kind of bizarre to watch. But I also wonder if Brock Purdy can 
do right. something that no rookie's really ever done before. Maybe Big Ben might be the only one who came close. Right. Or so, Tom Brady when he came in, you know, if you think about when he came in for Bledsoe back in the day. But at least he was in his second year. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, he'd been around. So if we get legalized gambling, we could really have a good conversation. So I know. Guys, just starting our, now, the legislature's phones. in session. Let's go. Let's. Let's let our right. legislators know that we want it. We just saw research. 70% of people in the state of Georgia want to be able to legally bet. How much fun would that be to be able to have those conversations legally? I know. Think about it, man. you got to go up to a Carolina or Tennessee. We're losing revenue. Revenue. So write your local state assemblyman. And if Who you're from the south part of Georgia, use crayon so we can see it. Lovely. That will really help the effort, Mike. <laughs> um, who do you think the upset winner this weekend if there's an upset, I, I mean, I guess maybe Cincy. Yeah. But they've got issues on the old line. They've got a lot of injuries on the offensive line right now to deal with. It's just hard to bet against Joe Burrow right now. Yeah. He's so special, man. But, yeah. And, and then Josh Allen looked like he was going to lose that game for him last uh, week. Yeah, mm-hmm. no doubt. So, it's going to be a lot of fun. Steve, we got to run tonight, guys. Hawks, Knicks right here on Sports Radio 92.9. The game, 7 o'clock. Pre-game, 7.30 tip. Then tomorrow, Hornets back-to-back. At State Farm. Tickets available if you want to go check out our Hawks. Steve, thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Everybody have a great weekend. You too. All right, that's Steve Hawk, CEO. We're going to talk more about some of the things he had to say about the inner workings. I know some people are responding to that about uh, Landry Fields and, and, you know, Kyle Korver. But when we come back, we're live at Twin Peaks. we got to talk about the Falcons. We asked Chuck Smith today about his preference for a defensive coordinator. Young guy? Right. Older guy, does it matter to you? They've interviewed a few. We're going to talk about it moving forward with our Falcons organization coming up on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.